police in the morning. The outbreak begins. The next SARS outbreak will be drastically worse due to a mutation in the virus that turns infected people into flesh-craving zombies. With the world in the deadly grip of a global epidemic, Thailand is proud to proclaim that they are the only infection-free nation in Asia. However, the virus manages to breach Thailand's quarantine and spread rapidly through a Bangkok apartment building. As the number of infected continues to multiply, it's up to a sword-wielding hero to venture into the building and battle the undead. A zombie comedy in the tradition of Zone of the Dead, SARS Wars spoofs countless movies, from Resident Evil and Kill Bill, all the way to Star Wars, starring some of Thailand's hottest talent, Supercorn Kujisawan and Tepognam. SARS Wars has delighted film audiences worldwide and is destined to become a cult classic. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And I don't know how to pronounce Thai names. <laughs> I It's close enough. No disrespect to anybody in this movie. By the one in a million chance you're listening to this and understand our English. <laughs> so, if you didn't know, we're doing SARS Wars Bangkok Zombie Crisis from 2004. You heard what the back of the DVD box says. It's January. Paul picked Asian Culture Month. So let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Well, it's Asian Culture Month Part 2, because back in the day when we first started the podcast, our first theme month was Asian Culture Culture Month, so kind of a, kind of a callback, going back to her reach a little bit, and what better way than with this movie? Let's go ahead and get us started, Paul. Do you want to do top or bottom first? Yeah, let's start off with the top first. Oh, and spoiler alert, friends. So number three, I actually like the characters in this movie for the most part. No one was annoying, and despite the fact that none of them really seemed like there was any reason for them to be there, they were just kind of in a situation, like, it somehow felt appropriate, like they were meant to be there. You know, I always like when Master Roshi makes an appearance in movies. Of course, just as perverted as ever, but this time with a, with a lightsaber that runs off, like, D batteries. <laughs> Number two. I like the random animated scenes throughout the movie. They were wildly out of place, and I just loved them. It somehow made it better, the fact that it just felt so out of place. Number one, the off-the-wall comedy is just unrivaled in terms of that kind of comedy. I can honestly say that there is no movie out there quite like Sars For me, number three on the top. The giant snake. Like, I... I've seen plenty of giant snake movies, and giant snakes can be a little much if you overdo it. And this movie plays it just right. The snake popping out every once in a while just to devour something else that you'll hear for the rest of the movie. It transforms into this monster snake. It really, to me, I, I, I feel like that's a callback to the original Resident Evil game where you fight the giant snake. One that kills Richard. I'd like to see this snake fight the basilisk from Harry Potter. I, I bet this one would win. Number two. The zombies in this movie are actually pretty badass. They have sharp, pointy teeth. They're really fast, and, you know, according to the end of this movie, they can regrow their heads after you blow them off. So, yeah. Good luck, everybody. Zombies. I wonder if there's a, a sequel we don't know about with this movie. Then number one. Like Paul said, this movie had some pretty absurd moments that are done in the right way to be enjoyable. They like to break the fourth wall, 
And they do it in a good way, unlike that fucking hack, Deadpool. Yeah. So what about your bottom? What were the things you didn't like about this movie? So number three, I wish there would be more animated scenes. I'm glad they didn't overdo it and have it, like, every few minutes. Probably would have cost too much, but I, I just kind of felt like there should have been a few more. Well, it was interesting that uh, none of the animated scenes were the same style. Like, every one of them seemed to be in a different, you know, animation style. I like how the animated versions of the characters look nothing like the actual characters. Like, in the beginning, they've got, like, friggin' Master Roshi. He looks, like, all badass. And you see him, you see him in the movies. This is old man. You see um, the one guy, Lou, or... No, I, I, I think it was Khan. He looks like friggin', like, ste- like steampunk Ryu from Street Fighter. Then you've got, like, the girl, and she, girl in there, and she's got, like... Double D sized boobs. It's like none of this looks like anything in the movie, but it's it's entertaining. Number two, the comedy style of this movie is clearly not for everyone. I personally enjoyed it, but I can definitely see why some people wouldn't. So it's a movie that like you can't suggest to everybody. You got you got to know what you kind of know if you know the type of movie it is and you know a little bit about it. You'll know immediately which people will like it and which people won't. This movie is literally a troll. Like, it's made just to fuck with people. That's a good way of putting it. And number one, so after about an hour and 15 minutes, I felt like the best of the jokes had already been exhausted, and it just kind of felt like they were just kind of carrying on the movie to keep it going. I mean, it's only an hour and a half, luckily, so it really isn't much, but it just seemed noticeable that like they seemed to be extending the time toward the very end. For me, number three, there's no nudity in this film, which is sorely disappointing due to the number of, like, sexual references and how they dress some of the characters in the movie. You know, I I just, I felt like nudity would have fit in fairly easily. They did make a pretty good joke about it, like, violating, like, like, um, Thai censorship laws or something like that. That was pretty clever. Number two, everybody in this movie seems to know what zombies are. But no one knows how to stop them properly. Like, it just... it Of all the things that didn't make sense in the movie, that's the thing that didn't make sense annoyingly. Like, they've all got guns, they know what zombies are, shoot them in the fucking head. Like, but no, nobody does that, except, you know, a character that gets killed right away. And then, number one. The ending of the movie, after the twist. This movie has kind of a twist ending... And then, like Paul said, it goes on for, like, 15 minutes after that. It should have ended, like, just after that. And I feel like the movie would have been better off with them escaping and Uncle Gangster having been disguised as Liu for the majority of the film. But the fact that they change that after they escape just really annoyed me. I was like, come on, like, like let the kid have some heartache. But no, no, we have to have a happy-ish ending. I had a feeling it would end like that, but... That was actually the only thing I think I predicted in this movie. The, the, it was a good twist, too. Like, and they should have stuck with it. It was a twist that... Good is a relative term. It was a twist I don't think many people would see coming, unless no. you go into this movie going, There's a twist, guys! There's a twist! So we mentioned the dialogue just a little bit, so let's give ourselves a good old-fashioned quote war! Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth. You tell us who had the better quotes. I'll get us started off with, Come here. You are such a naughty boy. This is alligator shaking its tail. 
Don't lick me so roughly. It tickles. Cratching tiger eats noodles. Why are you twirling me around? You're lucky to be on the receiving end. Shit. We have zombies, a bomb, and now a giant snake. We'll meet again, you handsome bastard. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie or anything else you'd like to say about it, please leave it in the comments below. It's time to give this film our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? I gave it a 3 out of 10. I gave it a 2 out of 10. Sars Wars Bangkok Zombie Crisis is a fun, self-aware zombie film that has lots of blood and zombies, but sadly no nudity. It's one of those movies where I can't seem to put my thoughts into words, and more or less, it just needs to be experienced. But, I'll give it a shot anyway. Snakes, zombies, battery-powered swords, Uncle Gangster, and scantily-clad scientist. Brilliant. I really wasn't sure what to expect going into a movie called SARS Wars, but it w certainly wasn't what I got. It's bizarre to the point where it's hard to even put into words. The comedy is extremely random and nonsensical, yet somehow enjoyable. The gimmick starts to get old after a while, but luckily it's pretty short, so it's not really an issue. Some people love it, some people will hate it. I personally really enjoyed it, which may say more about me than the actual movie. No matter how absurd the movie was, you know we always have ways to drink away this flick, drink away this flick. So come on and grab your drink, let's drink away this flick. Bum, 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 bum. We'll give some drink games for this film, but remember friends, drink responsibly. Number one. Every time blood spurts somewhere, take a drink. Number two, every time Master pulls off a pair of panties, take a drink. Number three, whenever batteries die, take a drink. Number four, anytime they break the fourth wall, take a drink. And number five, of course, because it's Asian Culture Month, every time someone new is in a schoolgirl uniform, take a drink. Every time there's a dick joke, take a drink. Every time someone is shot with a stop virus bullet, take a drink. Every time there's an animated scene, take a drink. And every time someone loses a limb, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the flick. If you have any thoughts about this movie or anything else beamer related, leave us a comment on either iTunes or SoundCloud. You can also email us at beamerbros.gmail.com, like us on Facebook at facebook.com, beamerbros. Follow us on Twitter at beamerbros, my personal Twitter at beamerbros. You can check out all of the content related reviews, interviews, and chats where we have new episodes each week on our website, beamerbros.com. If you want to help support the show, consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links are right below. We've come to the end of week one here, January of 2021, Asian Culture Month Part Happy 2. New year. And number one is SARS Wars Bangkok Zombie Crisis. It, there's, there's no competition yet. Yeah, what a coincidence. That's number one in mine as well. So, next week, we have no idea what we're watching, so tune in to find out. And until next time, friends, be brave, be alive, and be back for more.